Dear Girl Mom, raising girls is challenging, emotional work, but thankfully it's not always serious business. There are plenty of times when we found ourselves laughing until we can't breathe and moments that we know won't soon be forgotten. Proverbs 17:22 reminds us that a cheerful heart is good medicine. And this is so very true when it comes to parenting our daughters. In today's episode, Stacy and I share some of the funniest moments we've experienced as moms. We have learned that not taking ourselves too seriously can help balance out any drama we might encounter on a given day. As you listen, we hope that you'll laugh right along with us. You also have permission to laugh at us if that makes you feel better. Love, Nicole and Stacy. Welcome to today's episode where we're going to spend some wonderful time reflecting, thinking back, enjoying memories, some from long ago, maybe some from just the other night, <laughs> but just those things that have um, become wonderful memories that our families have laughed about and poked fun at maybe one another or at our even ourselves um, and our crazy things that we have done throughout the years. It's fun to think about those memories that are so funny. And I kind of also think about, you know, how kids say the darndest things and they made a whole TV show about that. And so that's what our highlight of today's episode yeah. will be. Just thinking about our families and some of the things that have just been die hard hysterical. Yeah. So <laughs> I also, I'm, excited. Cool? <laughs> I'm super excited about this because I think it's a fun way to kind of wrap up the season and it's been so busy lately. So it is fun to just look back and remember those hilarious things that the kids said when they were little. And um, yeah, so kind of a fun way to start our summer, upcoming summer. So this yeah. should be lots of fun. Yeah, I think so, so too. Yeah. Um, so let's just delve right on in. What are okay. some things that you think about when um, you reflect on your daughter's childhood, their upbringing, and mm -hmm. some of the hysterical scenarios that may have come um, come about? Yes. What sticks with you and what pops into your mind? Well, the so the stories I have to share today are, I didn't even have to think real hard to remember because they are just those we tell them over and over and over and I'm just when my girls were little they were hilarious so <laughs> I started um, a blog way back then when they were probably two and four maybe even just a little bit younger than that because it was constant it was constant hysteria in our house because they I don't know I think it's just that whole thing is true kids say the darndest things and I couldn't I didn't want to forget. So I just, I wrote it down and it turned into a blog and a whole thing. So sometimes we'll go back and read and just laugh like, like crazy because, you know, my girls are like, I really said that, you know? <laughs> so, um, so one of the first ones I have to share, um, let me preface this with my, my oldest. Well, they, they both are pretty inquisitive kids, but my oldest was constantly asking questions constantly anything, everything that popped in her mind, she would say it, she would ask it. I mean, it was just, it was a little bit exhausting. Um, but so I was always, you know, had to be on my toes for anything she would ask. One time she said, <laughs> okay, this is, I, I mean, should we call this one PG 13? I'm not sure. 
I don't know where you're going with this. So please enlighten us all. Um, there's just a word that's not used in everyday conversation, especially with kids. So I'm going to just preface that if there might be a little child in the room, just so you know, there's a word coming up that I don't use often in my normal <laughs> conversation. So we were just um, hanging out in her room one day. I think my daughter was about four and she said, mom, what's a whore? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of out of the blue. <laughs> I said, uh, uh, you know, I just, I stumbled and I was in shock for a moment. And then I just kind of stopped and I thought I need some clarification. <laughs> so, I mean, she was so young and I thought, has she watched a show? which, I mean, we have a very small circle of friends at this point. Who had she heard this word from? And I said, a what? You know, and she said, a whore, what's a whore? And so I said, okay, um, well, first, I, where did you hear that? Like, did you hear that in a, in a movie? Did you hear that? She's like, no, it's that song. And I said, oh my word, what oh. song? You know, we're we're listening to like the VBS soundtrack and you know, like those and are the veggie only tales doesn't go into that. <laughs> no veggie tales. <laughs> I said, oh gosh, what song? And she said, you know, that Christmas song. And at that point, I'm just completely stumped, you know. And now I'm just curious. I need to know what in the world you're talking about. And I said, okay, can you sing the song for me? You know, I'm bracing myself. Can you sing it for me? And she goes, you know, where he's in a one whore sofa and sleigh. <laughs> I said, oh, okay. That's, yeah, that's a tricky song. It's actually a one horse open sleigh. <laughs> She's like, oh okay and we just moved on I mean I'm never I, gonna be able to look at Santa's sleigh the same way <laughs> a one horse sofa sleigh I just I thought I am so glad that I had the foresight like just I just thought it through a little bit before I jumped into explaining what an actual what a whore is I I don't know what I would have said to be honest to day. <laughs> how do you even explain that you know so I just thought okay I'm glad we kind of broke that one down piece by piece because it was and we still laugh especially when we hear that song at Christmas time <laughs> I can imagine you know, and I'm like remember it's a horse it's a horse <laughs> one horse open sleigh <laughs> dashing through the snow sorry I know. I know I'll get that stuck in your head, but um, I, I wasn't going to sing the whole song, but I figured everyone knew that part. So there you go. Oh, that's fantastic. I love it. <laughs> this reminds us to ask questions. <laughs> yes, that is very, very wise. Always, ask, Always questions. ask questions. Well, I'm going to share a story that kind of um, puts me in the spotlight a little bit because, well, I'll just share the story because it's a, I guess it's a testimony to how we can um, share an appropriate response and how it comes back to bite us in the long run. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we think it's yeah. an appropriate response at the time. So here, let me just lay it out for you. Okay. So this was um, our oldest daughter. She would have been three and our middle daughter would have been, oh, a year and a half or so. Mm -hmm. So probably just starting to talk. But anyway, at that point in time, um, we were involved in youth ministry 
And um, so my husband, it was during the summer, and my husband was away for a week on a college backpacking trip. They had gone to Missouri to backpack through the Ozarks. And um, so he had left and he was backpacking through the Ozarks. And um, our oldest daughter was really missing her dad. And I was tucking her into bed one night and she mentioned to me, I miss daddy. That just melts a mama's heart when that those words mm. come out from your precious little, little girl. And um, anyway, she kept asking me um, if when we would drive by the church, she kept asking if daddy was going to be there. And I had to keep telling her that, no, he was far away in a tent with one of his, with one of our friends, which was our youth intern. A little while later, um, this was the next day, she and our middle daughter were playing and um, our middle daughter, who was, you know, a year and a half. And so she's just starting to say uh, mama and dada. And so she kept mm-hmm. saying dada, dada, dada. And so our oldest daughter proceeded to tell her, no, baby, Dada is away and in a tent with the youth intern. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I could have, I, it was so hard not to just die laughing as I heard my, on my own words that I had shared with her in such a, come out in such a completely different manner. That's, yeah, that's, that paints a whole different picture. It's a whole different picture. <laughs> And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how rumors get started. <laughs> she said it with such confidence, though. I mean, you gotta, you gotta give her credit. No, baby. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so adorable and hilarious at the same time. Oh, oh, I love it. I that that was a classic one. That's uh, that's yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, um, my next story is uh, something that all moms can relate to, the potty training days. Oh. (laughs) Um, (laughs) For reference, my oldest potty trained essentially overnight. I don't know if that's common. What a gift. Oh, I guess not. That answered answered that question. Um, I just, one day I asked her if she wanted to start using the potty and she was terrified of, um, I, I, we know we bought the princess undies and she was terrified of getting them dirty because they were the princesses and that's all it took. She's like, nope, I'm on the potty. And literally never like looked back so that's all I knew right that was my experience like I am so amazing at this I mean what is everybody complaining about (laughs) enter the second child (laughs) so our youngest has um somewhat of an independence independent um side I will just call it that not a stubborn streak just independence you know she's very obedient, very compliant, um, until she's found the hill she wants to die on. And then she's not (laughs) So, um, using the potty was the hill. She was ready and willing to die on for, she was not having it. I didn't want to push it, but I also really wanted her to start preschool. (laughs) Yes. You know, the rule was you must be potty trained. So I figured, okay, we've, you know, done this before easy overnight let's just get some princess underwear because she was obsessed with princesses as well 
and that did nothing not did not care one bit about that so you know we had to try a whole bunch of other things we tried um a timer we tried m&ms you go in the body and m&m all of that didn't work it wasn't until i guess a few days in that she all of a sudden wouldn't go at all i mean oh. it was the weirdest thing and i know like it uh, it does sound unbelievable but at a certain point she just would hold it. I mean, I was like, here's some more juice. Here's, you know, we, we didn't do a lot of sugary things, but that was all I gave her. Cause I wanted her to, <laughs> I wanted her yes. to be so, you know, you have to go. Um, here's some lemonade. Here's all of this. No, she would not go. And this was evening. And I was like, well, okay, we're going to have to put a pull up on you. So, okay, that's fine. We'll try again tomorrow. Put a pull up on, wake her up the next morning. And the pull up is dry. It's dry dry, dry, completely dry. Okay. And I thought, uh, <laughs> this is new. So, <laughs> um, I immediately called the doctor saying, help. I don't know what to do. She is holding it. She is. I don't know if she's being stubborn. I don't know if she's scared. And the doctor, I'm not joking you essentially, and not so many words called me a liar. She said, oh you've missed it. It's somewhere. I said, no, I promise her pull-up is dry. Well, she surely had gone somewhere like on the carpet or she just kept telling me there's no way, you know, there's no way this child has held it overnight. I'm saying, I'm telling you this kid is dry and there's not a, a puddle to be found. And so we went about our morning. I kept asking, do you want to go potty? No. Okay. Do you want to put your diaper back on? You know, thinking like you need some relief child right. like nope not doing that either and so um we had a play date scheduled and I just was like okay well I'm putting you in a pull-up we are going to the play date at Chick-fil-a so we load up in the car and she's completely like whatever I'm good you know so just casual <laughs> meanwhile I'm going I know you're about to explode can your bladder explode I'm thinking of all of this drama. and her her disposition her personality was still the same and she wasn't out of sorts essentially, essentially wow. just the same yep and so I finally said okay well this is gonna happen you can't hold it forever and so we get to Chick-fil-a you know about nine in the morning and she looked up at me with the biggest eyes and just kind of in a panic, you know, I instantly could tell like, okay, <laughs> we reached our limit. And I said, do you need to potty? And she goes, uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, it's so like, okay, she could not get out of the table fast enough. I mean, we, we have no options. We raced to the bathroom and she had not tried the big potty at that point, had always been the little right. tiny pink training potty. We just, I never thought of it. I didn't, it didn't occur to me because that's not how we trained our youngest. She started on the little potty. So my youngest, my oldest, so my youngest started on the little potty. So we, of course, Chick-fil-A does not have training potties. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the big girl potty or nothing. So um, I said, okay, we're going to sit on the big girl potty. Here you go. And I'm not joking. We were, we probably sat there for a full two minutes while she just went and she went relieved and she went and I looked at her and she just started smiling like, Oh, okay. I can do this. I'm and literally that day, that was it. She never once looked back. She went on the big potty 
<laughs> forever and ever. And um, we still laugh about that because I'm like, I don't understand still to this day how you held it. I mean, she obviously doesn't know. She doesn't remember, but we just laugh. I'm like, you were so stubborn about that. And all it took was trying it on the big potty. And for whatever reason, that was it. And so we got rid of the little potty because it was, she was all about the big potty yeah. from there on out. And it's so funny looking back. Cause I mean, she's almost 16 now, so it's been quite <laughs> a while. And I haven't thought of potty training in a long time, but, um, I thought that story might be funny for anyone listening who's yeah. currently in the midst of potty training. That might, that's one I never ever saw coming. Um, but it happened. So I guess the moral of that story is don't be surprised by anything. Anything can happen. <laughs> Every kid is different. Every kid is different. And my first was scared of the big girl potties though, yeah. because we had just used the little girl and yeah. Right. So the big yeah. ones, especially with the automatic flush. Ooh. Oh, yeah. those are kind of terrifying. Anyway, we had a whole thing about that and it took a while. So hang in yeah. there, moms. Yeah. <laughs> Those are scary. And just like, you know, let me decide when I want to flush. Can you just I know because a lot of times it. it's not when you want it to flush. I'm still sitting here. Yes. Like, I don't understand what you're confused about, but here I am. Oh, those are the worst. No wonder she was afraid. Oh gosh. Well, thinking back to um, other times when kids are afraid, I think that's a great segue into my next story. We um, always love, you know, tongue in cheek, going to the doctor, don't we? Oh, it's so fun. Oh, so fun. Um, <laughs> and man, all of those checkups and the booster shots that the kids have to go through. Um, and when you have a child who, well, many people don't like shots. That's just the way it is. But sure. some don't like it worse than others. And such was the case with our middle daughter. And she's about four years old. We're there for her four-year checkup. And this visit required four shots. Oh, the worst. Yeah, it was the worst. And she was anxious. She was scared. She was not looking forward to it. But she was doing her best to take it all in stride and uh, face it with bravery and um, oh. holding back any ugly words that she might have wanted to <laughs> share. I could tell, but it was all written on her face. Yeah. Yeah. But she was doing a great job. Um, but as soon as the nurse left the, the room to go prepare the shots, my daughter looks at me and um, she starts like you said, your oldest just, you know, would always uh, hit you up with questions, questions and questions. And so yes. she was trying to, okay, so what are the next steps? I need to know. I need to know what's going to happen. And um, so she started peppering me with a bunch of uh, questions. And one of them was specifically about the chickenpox vaccine. Mm -hmm. And um, so we, you know, I was going back and forth with her questions and my answers. And um, I have recorded just a little snippet of kind of what our dialogue was like. And it asked me, mom, how many shots am I getting? And so I told her you're getting four shots, one for every year you are old. And my daughter then asked me, are they all going to go in one arm? And I was like, no, they'll probably go two in each arm. Sure. So not all in one arm. And then she asked me, 
Has my sister gotten her chicken pot pie shot yet? No. <laughs> so. That brought a lot of laughter into the doctor's office and it was sailing after oh, that. Oh my gosh, that's the cutest thing. <laughs> Sticker a lollipop, here we come. <laughs> Let's get your chicken pot pie shot. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh so hard. I'm going to call it that forever now. <laughs> never. I'm never going to call it chicken pox. Never. That's too good. Never. Oh, she's in fact, we so now that we're at the age that we have to start thinking about if we're going to get the shingles shot, that is right. the, the next step of the chicken pot pie. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that can give us a little humor as we go about that next phase of life. Adorable. Oh, why are they so cute? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Don't you miss that? Just a little. I, I mean, I really do. I there's so many things but I hope you say it that way forever. I hope you never say it the right way, you know, like, oh my goodness. Um, oh, and especially with our youngest as she was going through all of the, I just wanted to hold on to every little precious thing, the way she said mm -hmm. it, it was so unique and so perfectly her and I didn't want it. Yeah. Yep. But now that she's yeah, older, yeah. you know, they need to grow. We can't call it they chicken do. pot pie all the time, but no. it sure is cute. <laughs> it is adorable. We still call McDonald's old McDonald's because oh. that's, that was what they call them. Mm -hmm. And chickle flay. Chick-fil-A was chickle flay. And we still <laughs> I love it. What do you guys want for dinner? Chickle flay. I mean, they're 18 and 16 years old. So <laughs> we still call it chickle flay and I love it. So those are so cute. Oh, I love it. Um, so fun. Well, this is another, I guess, kids say the darndest things story. Um, my youngest, no, this one's my, it was my oldest daughter who um, maybe four, she might've been four, maybe five, um, little, pretty small. So she's riding in the shopping cart with me. We're getting groceries and she's talking up a storm and we're in an aisle with the, I'm trying to think of what all is in the aisle, like pasta and, you know, things like that. So I'm looking on the shelf, trying to figure out what I want. And all of a sudden she just gasps so loud. She just goes, what is that? And I just like, I'm afraid to turn around. So I turn around and I look and on the floor is a box of rice that had been opened, you know, spilled out rice. Okay all over the floor. I mean, just a huge pile of rice, white rice. And I said, sweetheart, it's just rice. What's the matter? And she goes, oh, thank goodness. I thought it was fingernails. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's a whole lot of fingernails. And then I was a little nauseous. Like, I mean, I'm not sure if I actually thought I was seeing a pile of fingernails, how I would react, but it's probably similar. What is that? It was so hilarious. And I just made me think what else that they don't say out loud must they think when they just observe things like that, just in a regular everyday life, you know, and you know, my youngest would have been the kid that just didn't say anything, but just went on thinking there was a pile of fingernails <laughs> on the floor in the store. So yeah, she, she definitely verbalized, you know, what her first thought was, but it's just so funny how they just process the world a little differently. I know. 
So kind of gross to think about like, oh, but that's that would so be disgusting. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you know, it's just, you never know what they're going to say. Yeah, that's what it looked like to her. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> In a way, it kind of does. Yeah. You'll never think of rice the same. <laughs> no, you're, you're right. I probably won't. <laughs> there you go. My next story, talking about all the fast food chains, makes me think of uh, our youngest daughter and one of the many times that we've sat down at a fast food establishment. This time it was Wendy's um, to have a quick meal. And it was just the girls and I, and our youngest was probably, I think she was around three because it was shortly after we'd moved to Colorado and she was three when we moved to Colorado. So anyway, we'd sat down with our food and um, mind you, she's, uh, she's also one who is very inquisitive and uh, vocal and asks whatever is on her mind or her heart or um, at any given moment, at, especially at the age of three. And uh, she saw someone come through the, the door of the restaurant and uh, that concerned her. And she made a comment about their appearance that, um, that they just they didn't look very nice and that they didn't, um, they just were, mom, they're kind of strange. And so I told her, I was like, well, sweetie, that's not a very nice thing to say. God wants us to, um, it's not a very appropriate thing to say is probably what I said, because I'm known to say the word appropriate a lot. <laughs> that's not very appropriate. Mm -hmm. And that God made us to, um, to look at, at, uh, people's hearts and, and, and to, to look at them with kindness and love and, um, and that, you know, maybe she just had a bad day and we needed to, to look past whatever issue it was I, that was bothering her. So anyway, um, she quickly, without missing a beat, didn't even bat an eyelash, says, well, mom, God made me inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay then. <laughs> And we're done. And we're done. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Well, that's a whole nother lesson all into itself. I was going to say that that could go off on a big tangent. <laughs> Here's your cheeseburger. <laughs> Eat your fries. Just give me a minute. <laughs> it's not boring. I'm just going to say. No, it is not boring. Never nope. been a dull moment in our household. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, this is so fun. I love it. So many fun stories and just sitting, just sitting for a minute and remembering. And I, now I really kind of want to go back and read my old blog and oh, I know I could find, cause I'm, I'm sure there's things I, I just have forgotten. I know there is. So this is fun. Yay. I'm glad we did. Me too. So I think a lesson that I learned along the way that hopefully um, we can encourage you as a mom to do the same is to just write it down. Just write down all of these stories, um, even just in a Word document. You don't have to start a blog, just writing them down so you remember them. And I mean, even as they get bigger, there's a lot less to write because they're not quite as, I don't know, they're funny in other ways. Let's just say that. But <laughs> Just not, you know, there's not as many of those cute little sayings or things like that, but still write down 
the things that you think, oh, I'll never forget this because you will, because I have forgotten so much. So just an encouragement to just write it down so that you'll have that memory you can look back on and laugh yeah. on days that might be harder than others. It's good to just look back and laugh and remember how, how many blessings there are in this journey. I think about all the enjoyment we've had as a family reflecting, especially when I pull up our old folder, I have a lot of file folders saved on the computer of the stories that I jotted down along the way. And, um, or sometimes use my phone to voice record, um, mm-hmm. whatever thing that I don't want to forget. And then I transfer it over to the, the folders on the computer. And anyway, it's been fun to revisit those. And then I get, and then to share them with the girls, um, and it gave it time and it just provides so much laughter and humor because of course they don't remember half that stuff. Right. Some of the things that they remember, but a lot of them, especially the ones when they're infants and toddlers and just, you know, just talking, they, they don't know what it, they don't have those memories and recollections. So it's so much fun and it's just a real, real bonding experience. Yeah, I agree. So that's everyone's homework. Go write yeah. something down. Something write it down. Even, even if your kid is 17 and you know, said something that you thought, oh my gosh, that was pretty, pretty creative or pretty funny, write it down. And then when they're 35, you can go back and look at it. That's how when they're graduating. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. All the good memories. I love it. Yeah. All the good. Thank you so much for joining us for the final episode of season one. We're gearing up for a jam-packed summer with our families, and we pray that you enjoy some moments of rest and connection with your own family. We're going to be taking a short break from our podcast, but we do have every plan to return with brand new episodes for season two in August. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. That way, when we start season two, our new episodes will appear in your feed. Voila! And if you'd like to stay connected over the summer, be sure to follow us at Dear Girl Mom on Instagram and Facebook. Have a happy summer. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening and sticking with us as we learn the ins and outs of technology. We are not podcasting experts and definitely don't want to take ourselves too seriously. So please enjoy this blooper section because imperfection is all part of the fun, right? Do we want to do? Sorry. Sorry, I was thinking through an intro of starting. I thought maybe we should say something first just about how it's almost that's what I was trying to process through okay just it's all good (laughs) nothing like just jumping right in you know non-scripted non-scripted it's the best kind